Well, good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Today is Saturday, the 24th of March. And uh, as I say in all my podcasts, where did the month go? Uh, March is already gone, and April's right around the corner. Uh, this year is already flying by again. Good gracious. And I guess it's just getting older. I don't know. Um, anyway, so today I had to get up early in the morning and uh, got to travel about an hour to a, a meeting. And uh, so I'm on this little back road, two lane country road through the country. And the sun is coming up. It looks like a little overcast of a day, so we might get a little rain today. Outside temperatures uh, balmy, 69 degrees, and in North Florida, that's considered a little cool. We've had some cooler weather before now, and um, of course, you know, if you live in North Florida, I have for a long time. Uh, you realize that uh, the weather changes, but it, but uh, when the spring comes around, the thing about Florida is that uh, once Easter hits us, once we pass Easter it is on then the summer's here that's it it's like uh, a light switch turns off and, and uh, it is summertime the coolness is gone so uh, we won't get any cool nights we, we might get an occasional cooler evening maybe through the month of april but that's about it that's it as far as uh cooler days and long shirts long pants you're done done after Easter from my experience it's pretty warm so I've lived in Florida all my life uh, with the exception of a few places where we've lived uh, away we've always come back to Florida I was born here I was raised here um, I am a fifth a fifth generation Floridian and uh, I can actually trace my heritage back to the uh, colonial war um, my family claims uh, kin to the uh, Swamp Fox. Uh, there was a movie called The Patriot, and it was loosely based on the life of the Swamp Fox. And uh, if you've seen that movie, then you'll understand it was a little bit uh, guerrilla warfare out of South Carolina. Anyway, i uh, been here for a long time. My family's been here for a long time, and uh, we're very proud Floridians. Uh, I, I joke that I can draw the state of Florida and pinpoint every just about every place in there. Florida is one of the one of the uh, really cool states that it is surrounded by water on all three sides. It's a peninsula, and um, we have rolling hills in the west of Florida, up around the Panhandle, what we call the Panhandle, and uh, we have rolling hills down towards Ocala. Uh, you wouldn't even know you were in Florida, actually around Ocala and Alachua County and even Columbia County and Hamilton County, up around the northern parts of Florida, what we call North Florida, God's country. You'll find a lot of open land, a lot of farmland. Believe it or not, uh, Florida produces more cattle than, uh, than Texas. We export more cattle than Texas does. Uh, we used to be in the orange business back about 50 years ago when orange blossoms were very popular uh, and I mean orange trees were very popular we produced and sold and, and exported oranges and so we became known as the 
as the uh, orange state, but also called the uh, sunshine state because so much sun we get. Now, uh, another piece of trivia, uh, Wyoming actually gets more sun than Florida and Hawaii, believe it or not. Uh, kind of a trivia I learned when I was out in Wyoming. I was kind of surprised to hear it. But Florida is a state where uh, about, let's see, I'm 56, so I would say about 56 years ago, the year I was born, maybe a little bit before, maybe a little bit ahead, um, Miami, Florida was the place to live in Florida. Anybody and everybody wanted to come to Florida, they wanted to come to Miami because, of course, it was beaches. It was beautiful and it was um, it was where the, the rich and famous would play. And um, they had an international airport, you could fly in and fly out. So a lot of Hollywood stars came down to Florida and they settled down in Florida. Of course, a lot of just normal people settled down in Florida. It wasn't really until the Mariana boat uh, arrival when the uh, Cubans, when Fidel Castro emptied out his prisons and his hospitals and he sent all the Cubans to South Florida and uh, they overwhelmed Miami, Florida so much so that the crime rate, the crime rates rose and um, this was back in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, I believe. Uh, the crime rate got so bad, population got really uh it grew overnight exponentially and these people um, most of them were good people good hard-working people who just wanted a better life for them and their families I don't fault the um, Cubans for coming over here I don't fault anybody for coming over here uh, they came for a better life America seems to be the uh, the, the place where people want to live and, uh, and come and, and I get it you know we're the land of the free the home of the brave you know um, we do a lot of things good here we do a lot of things that are not so good here. But in my opinion, and it is my country, I think it's the best country on the, on the face of the planet. Um, so they came and they created a lot of uh, crime down there. And of course, the crime rose and the people left and they started moving toward the outskirts of Miami and um, Homestead and, and other places like that. And then they began to, to move a little bit further north, uh, West Palm Beach and, uh, you know, um, what's that? Uh, anyway, they began to move over the state, but they liked the beaches. So it, there was a lot of land to choose from. And so a lot of people moved out of Miami and the Cuban state, and they became a moving force within within the state. So Miami today is, is known as Little Havana because there's so many Cubans down there. And so Florida has a rich culture of, of, of Spanish, of British, of... Uh, of Native Americans, the Seminole tribe. Um, you know, we, we've been conquered by France. We've been conquered by uh, Great Britain. We've been conquered by the Spaniards. Uh, you know, Florida has has seen a lot of uh, international flags fly over its over its coastline. Um, Florida today, of course, is a moving factor in the worldwide economy. We are number 14 in economies in the world, which is pretty darn impressive. Most people don't know this, but we have our own ambassador to Israel. <coughs> because we trade with Israel, 
like the United States trades with other countries, we have a trade agreement with Israel, therefore we have an ambassador. <clears throat> Florida is known for its bugs and its mosquitoes and its snakes and uh, uh, other bugs and other snakes and uh, alligators mostly. People think of alligators, they think of Florida because Florida has a overwhelming majority of our, I'd say just about every body of water in Florida uh, has an alligator in it. If it doesn't, it, it will by the end of the day. Um, alligators, although they're dangerous and they kill human beings, it's very rare that, that a human being would be killed by an alligator in Florida. There are times, though, when we have attacks that kind of, you know, uh, happen back to back. Uh, this is just uh, coincidence. Uh, we have black bears. We have uh, what we call the Florida cougar. What, what you might call a mountain lion or a panther. Um, they're tan. They're, uh, they're very elusive here in Florida. Uh, we have the bobcat, which is a smaller version of the uh, panther, but uh, different color and, and the fur's a little longer. We have raccoons. We have um, uh, possums. And... Uh, What's the other guy? We have deer. We have white-tailed deer. And we have Koopa, 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 what do you call those things? Koopa Brock? Brock? Anyway, it's those big old capybara. Uh, capybara, that's what it is. Good Lord. They're not indigenous to Florida, so that's why I didn't know the name. They were, they were actually brought over from South America. And they've, and they've somehow reproduced in our Everglades, and now they're all over uh, South Florida, capybara. And they're these huge rodent-looking uh, animals that are probably three feet tall, about the size of a, a large hog or swine. Uh, they have a blunted nose, square jaw, uh, no tail. Uh, they look like big rats, really. It's kind of uh, It's very alarming at first when you see them, but uh, they show up on golf courses like gators do. Um, so we have those two. Now we we unfortunately have pythons. Um, they're not indigenous to Florida at all, meaning they did not grow up here. They were not they were not part of the ecosystem of Florida. Um, but we do have pythons, and unfortunately, those pythons are causing all kinds of ecological problems down in the Everglades. And as they move north looking for food, they're creating more and more economic problems. Um, they're eating the wildlife uh, out of out of existence, and um, and so we have we have um, national or or I guess we have days that during the year that uh, they have roundups where they'll they'll go out and they'll actually kill these pythons and try to kill as many as they can and the state of Florida will pay you per foot for each um, python that you kill and um, they do that to to reduce the population of the pythons because of the ecological disaster that they're causing um, I've had reports from uh, FWC which is our our wildlife officers who complain that uh, there, there are no more deer, there are no more uh, possums, there's no more armadillos, 
there's no more raccoons, uh, there's no animals other than the uh, the pythons that are living down in the Everglades because they've eaten all the animals, and they're they're uh, reproducing. They're reproducing at an alarming rate, and these babies, once reproduced, once once hatched, can go out hunting for themselves. And so even the smaller animals are are now being targeted by the smaller snakes. So it is an issue that that uh, uh, we're we're facing right now, and it is an ecological disaster because each of the animals that I mentioned um, share a part in the eco circle of Florida, you know, and um, they provide a certain uh, I guess meal maybe for some of the other animals while also eating certain types of plants or leaving certain types of plants so what they do for Florida is is part of it's part of a, it's, it's a chain really there are their links in a chain so we have the oldest city in the nation and that is in st. Augustine Florida and I believe it was in the 1500s when it was just when it was um, established and uh, one of the oldest uh, post offices in the nation as well is in St. Augustine, established at the same time. Um, Juan de la Pastillon, Juan de la Pastillon uh, came from Spain, from Spain, and he was a conquistador, and he helped to settle a lot of Florida, and uh, so. We have places like Leon County named after him. Um, there are other places I think that are that are named after him, but he's really famous in St. Augustine. There is a, uh, a theory that he may have discovered or that he was looking for the Fountain of Youth, which I think was the mistake made by people who discovered our clear, uh, our clear uh, springs that we have. We have crystal clear springs that uh, people come from all over the world to dive into our caves and into our springs. And uh, local uh, local people come to swim in the cold water. It's about 72 degrees all year long. And um, people enjoy swimming in it. They enjoy snorkeling and kayaking. And, and uh, it connects to our rivers, the Santa Fe and the... Uh, and the St. Mary's, which runs from the Santa Fe, I believe, and then it goes into the uh, to the Gulf of Mexico. So it feeds a lot of, uh, of our uh, tributaries. And uh, one particular um, spring that we have is Itchitutney Springs. The name is, is is Native American. I don't know what it means. Um, you'll find a lot of Florida has a lot of Native American. Uh, names, a lot of the rivers, a lot of the uh, lakes. Uh, but this particular spring puts out about 60,000 gallons of water every hour. And uh, it's crystal clear. And it's uh, probably about, oh, I don't know, eight, nine feet, 10 feet down. And um, the water comes out as pretty forceful. You can swim down to it, but it's just kind of hard to get there if you're fighting that current. But uh, people down here will put in rafts and tubes 
and other floating devices, and they'll float down the down the Itchituckney, and it takes it approximately two and a half to three hours to float the entire length of the Itchituckney River. Uh, there are other springs throughout Florida. Um, there's Rainbow Springs, there's Fanning Springs, there's Peacock Springs, there's Orange Springs. Uh, some of the larger springs, like like Weekiwachi, down on the uh, Atlantic coast. Uh, near uh, there's there's springs in Avon Park, I believe. There's some in Wakaiva Park, which is outside of Orlando. So uh, as you can tell, we have springs all over our state. We have natural springs that uh, that have become natural uh, tour spots, and a lot of them are owned by the by the uh, by the state and. Um, the state takes good care of them and makes sure that they they stay as, as beautiful and pristine as the day we, we opened them up. Uh, in Florida, of course, you have a lot of water sports, fishing either in lakes and rivers, or you have uh, fishing in the ocean. You also have scuba diving. Scuba diving is very popular along, uh, along the coast of Florida, especially um, on the Atlantic coast, uh, West Palm Beach and Miami and Let's not forget Key West, you know, the Keys, they call it. It's a, it's a set of islands, uh, seven, I believe, seven major islands down below Miami that stretches almost to Cuba. And uh, they're joined together by uh, a long interstate or road that keeps them connected. And then a lot of people sail out of Florida. So we have the, we have the shipping industry and the Carnival Cruise Line and the, and the, uh, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line and, and a Celebrity Cruise Line and just about every cruise line you can imagine, Princess even, uh, they sail out of the Port of Miami. And of course, we have the Port of Miami that has exports and imports, you know, from ships that bring in containers. And so we have a lot going on in Florida as far as economy. You can see how we're number 14 in the, in the world. Um, we have a low tax base. It's not a super low tax base, but it is a low tax base. Land in the north is, is well, it used to be. Uh, it was inexpensive, but however, with 1,200 people a day moving to Florida, um, it makes it difficult sometimes to keep the land prices down because the amount of people that want to come to Florida, mainly because we are a a tourist state, and we have the number one vacation place in the entire world, the Walt Disney World Corporation. A lot of people want to come here. They want to be around Florida. They come and visit Florida once a year, maybe once in their life, and they, they have this image of Florida. Uh, they come at a certain time of year. Maybe it's a good time of year when the weather's not so bad. The rain isn't, isn't you know, pummeling pummel them every day. And it's not humid and hot and mosquitoes haven't hauled you away. And so they have this image of Florida, uh, much like the Southerners who go up into the mountains. And, you know, we go in the summertime and we love it in the summer. And, um, you know, if we ever make a trip back up to go skiing, we're, you know, we're complaining it's too cold. It's too cold. I don't want to live up there. Too much snow. Well, just like Florida, you know, we have seasons in Florida. It's just very mild, very mild seasons. Um, we do get a cooler season that begins sometimes around November. <coughs> It'll go through December, <coughs> December, January, and February. Um, 
are usually our coldest. February is usually our coldest. And when I say coldest, um, when I was a kid, January and February would get down to single digits in the day, which is unusual when you think think back over the last 20 years or 30 years. Uh, we've not really had that. It's It's been a little warmer in, in the winters now. Uh, it's rare that we would be so cold as to turn the heat on. Uh, you know, we, we might just shut the windows and bundle up under covers, but it's not as cold that we would need heat. We don't use a lot of heat here. Now, there's some households that probably do that when it gets below 70, they're, you know, they're looking for a, a heater and a blanket. Um, <clears throat> for me personally, I, I like the cold. I enjoy it. So I usually sleep with windows open in the, in the wintertime. And uh, I have screen doors that I can uh, put on the doors to keep uh, to keep the mosquitoes from coming in, but to enjoy the outside weather. Now, um, we've talked about weather. We've talked about tourism. We have a lot of places here that uh, we have Universal Studios. We have uh, the Walt Disney Company. We have the Magic Kingdom. We have Epcot. We have Animal Kingdom. And we have Disney Studios, which brings in millions and millions of people um, every week. Um, probably every day, really, to be honest. Um, Orlando is exploding in its, in its uh, economy. Uh, out, outer line areas that used to house thousands of acres of orange trees are now housing houses. And uh, it's 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 expensive to live in Florida. You you can come to Florida and get a brand new home um, in a brand new neighborhood, probably at the low 300s. And we're talking about a three bedroom, two bath, two car garage um, on a lot, not an acre. And um, you're in a neighborhood, and all the homes kind of look alike. It's, it's sort of a similar look here in Florida. And um, your taxes, depending on where you are and your your tax rate, um, you know, you could pay two thousand uh, a year. Uh, you could you could pay four or five thousand a year. Just depends on where you are. Uh, your your uh, your insurance is what's going to be interesting because Florida has so many people and we have so many hurricanes that insurance companies we've had seven major insurance companies leave the state of florida refuse to write insurance policies here in florida because it's not cost effective for them an insurance company does a risk assessment and uh, they always want to come out on top and so if they don't come out on top they're not writing policies so you have a situation whereby people want to come the homes are here but finding insurance or finding a company that will write you an insurance policy is is impossible sometimes. And so that, that slows down our growth. It slows down the people that want to stay here. And so as a result, we have a stagnation in our economy, but it doesn't really stop our economy from, you know, being the 14th in the world. Um, we have a great legislature and a, and a, and a Senate. Uh, we have a good governor who is running this state well. Uh, he's taking care of the people. He's seeing to the needs of the people through the government. And uh, a lot of people want to come here because of him. 
Um, you know, we, we have we have 300,000 more registered Republicans in the state of Florida than we do Democrats. And that is a first for Florida for forever. Uh, we've never, we, we, we were turning into a purple state, which meant we were, we were half and half almost, but we were just leaning towards the, uh, the liberals taking over. And then Florida got the governor DeSantis and he became sort of a Trump 2.0. And, um, he brought in a lot of business. He promoted a lot of business. He reduced a lot of the, uh, the, uh, state uh, regulations so that businesses small businesses could thrive and um, he made he made uh, he made business number one in Florida and uh, people liked him for it so more people wanted to come more people wanted to you know be here and so it brought businesses in but it also brought people in we have the World Equestrian Center down in Ocala, Florida. Huge, huge horse area. Um, Two billion dollars to build that World Equestrian Center. Uh, it brings in about twelve billion dollars um, a year. So, cost two billion to build. Economically, it's bringing in a billion dollars a month, which is a lot of money. A lot of people come to Ocala to horse uh, farm and to horse trade and to show their horses. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, buying of horses and, and selling of horses and, and husbandry and stuff like that that goes on with horses. So Ocala is our huge horse area. Um, that's the center of the state. And then you have the North Florida, which is more like Jacksonville and. Uh, over to Tallahassee and uh, south to um, just above Ocala, which would be Gainesville, and then the area surrounding that uh, that little district. That's North Florida. That's your your woodsy part, your your country part, except for Gainesville. Gainesville is the home of the University of Florida, the Gators. They're very popular. They've won lots of uh, titles with their basketball, baseball football uh, they have a great athletic department they have a great school a lot of kids want to go there I think about 35,000 kids go there when they when it's full and uh, um, of course Jacksonville is 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 kind of like it's sort of like a Miami but not so populated I believe there's about 700,000 people in Jacksonville maybe a little more um, they, they touted that they were a million strong once, but I think that, that people have left. It's a, it's a high crime city, didn't used to be, but it's split up into sections, the city is, and uh, there's the north side, there's the south side, there's the west side, and then there's the beaches. And then within those communities, you have places like Bay Meadows and, uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, Doctors Inlet and, you know, different names of places. Uh, a lot of a lot of the uh, people have fled the inner city and the and the radius of the city and out into the into the uh, furthest reaches of Duval County, and then a lot have moved down to St. Johns County, which is one of the fastest growing counties in the state of Florida. It's also extremely expensive to live there. Uh, you can rent a house for about four thousand dollars a month, 
It's in a neighborhood that was um, conditioned and built and fashioned and called Nocatee, which is another Native American name. Um, Jacksonville has a lot to offer as far as uh, the port. They have a huge port there. Um, they have the stadium there, the Jaguars, the national football team. Um, we actually have three national football teams in the state of Florida. We have the Jaguars in Jacksonville. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks down in Tampa. And we have the Miami Dolphins in Miami. So um, Florida is one of the few states that have three. Um, and all three teams seem to do well from time to time. Um, we have a lot of lakes, I told you. We have a lot of lakes, a lot of waterways, and a lot of coastline. And uh, people love the coastline. It's very expensive to live there, but people love the coastline. And there are those who have the uh, disposable income that can afford to live there who will pile up and live there. Naples was the word I was trying to think of earlier. Naples is one of the richest places in all of Florida right now. It has the most wealth and the most wealthy people. Um, if you ever go down there and you see Naples, you'll understand. It's, it's uh, just below Fort Myers. Fort Myers is really popular too. It looks a lot like Fort Lauderdale, uh, but it's on the west coast instead of the east coast. Now the east coast, you have the waves and you have the you know you have the pretty water and all, um, and it's uh, it's it seems to be popular with with surfers and, and people who scuba dive and things like that. But on the west coast, you have what's called the Gulf, where the water is more of an emerald green. It's uh, it's a beautiful color. Uh, closer into the beaches, you, you get sort of a a, a greenish, a clear greenish color. It's it's, it's very gorgeous. Um, you have a lot of <clears throat> wildlife in the water on the uh, Gulf Coast. A lot of people like to fish the Gulf Coast because the warm waters. <clears throat> and it's not as deep as uh, as the Atlantic Ocean is. And um, so people like either side. Uh, you have your white sandy beaches on the West Coast, like St. Petersburg, where a lot of elderly people have chosen to uh, live. Now, of course, we also have the villages, which is a massive build uh, just uh, north of Ocala, and uh, it is a, a village of probably a hundred thousand or more homes, and it's become a small city, and uh, it's very uh, it's very conservative, and so uh, just about every president that's been a conservative makes a stop over in the villages because eighty. 88% of these people vote, and they usually vote conservatively. So there's a ton of people there, and so they're, they're very popular. Now, it is also known as the STD capital of the United States, sexually transmitted diseases. Now, I know when you think about the elderly, you don't think about sex. But apparently, that is something that has uh, been pretty rampant in this, uh, this, this city where a lot of um, elderly people are sexually active and there are some uh, an inordinate amount of sexually transmitted disease there, which is kind of gross, but uh, they have a huge buying power. They're retired and they're usually retired with lots of money. And so anyway, that's the other part of Florida. And you go out to the Panhandle, uh, past Tallahassee where our capital is, uh, you go past that you know, you, you go out into what's what's really the beginning of 
of the uh, Appalachian Range begins in the uh, Panhandle of Florida. Most people don't know that. Uh, the mountains that go up in the, the Appalachian Range, it goes all the way up into my, uh, to uh, Maine, begin in Florida. So as you get out there, you get into what's, uh, what's known as the Healy Country, and there's actually uh, caves out there. Uh, we have a place called Mariana, and they have Mariana Caves where you can literally go down in these caves and it looks like you're, you know, you wouldn't think you're in Florida because everything under the ground is underwater. Well, this happens to be high enough um, that you're not in the water, you're just in the caves. So Mariana is, um, is really popular. And if you continue on, you'll go over to Destin Beach, which a lot of people go to Destin who live in Alabama and Mississippi and, and um, Georgia. They'll go to Destin Beach because that's the closest beach for them. It's a beautiful beach with the white sand and crystal clear water and uh, sort of an emerald color as you get further out. A lot of people have um, a lot of vacation homes there. And, um, and then uh, further further uh, west, you keep going, you run into Pensacola. Pensacola is where the Navy uh, pilots train. Uh, there's a base out there, a naval base out there. And uh, Pensacola is a huge uh, military, naval military uh, base, town, and um, then you're out of Florida, and um, that's pretty much Florida. There's more to it than I've told you, but uh, a lot of interesting things about Florida, and uh, hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope I didn't bore you, and uh, thanks for listening. Until next time.